Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. People refuse to acknowledge that they need Him. All do, but some refuse to admit it, and He doesn't force Himself on people who refuse to acknowledge their need. Other people do acknowledge their need, and He transforms them from the inside out. Now, the, the question for you this morning is, where do you fall along that spectrum? Do you admit that you need Him? Do you ask Him every morning to guide your steps and direct you along the path that He has prepared. You need God, whether you want to admit it or not. Even many believers try to take matters into their own hands, trusting more in their own reason and strength than that of the Creator of the universe. As Pastor Robert explains in today's message, you are inherently weak and incapable, and if you want to live an effective, joyous life, you desperately need His help. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Hebrews chapter 13 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. We're going to be in Hebrews chapter 13 uh, again today, but as we prepare to go there, I want us to look at 2 Timothy 3.16 and following. 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 16 tells us that all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. The Apostle Paul here is writing to his young protege, Timothy, and he says, I charge you therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ who will judge the living and the dead at His appearing and His kingdom, preach the Word. Be ready in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, exhort with all long-suffering and teaching. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers. And they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables. But you be watchful in all things. Endure afflictions. Do the work of an evangelist. Fulfill your ministry. Now, now, as he wrote this to Timothy, he's reminding Timothy, you know, all Scripture, the, the original Greek wording, he says, it's, it, God breathed. And it's profitable to us. All Scripture is profitable, beneficial to us for doctrine, for reproof, correction, instruction in righteousness, so that you and I might be complete, thoroughly prepared, thoroughly equipped for whatever God has for us to do. Every good work. And he says, I charge you, therefore. I'm giving you this commission before God, before the Lord Jesus, to preach the Word, proclaim the Word of God, in season and out of season. Always be ready 
to do this because the time will come when people are not going to put up with it. They're not going to want to hear the truth. They're going to want to hear something, though, so they're going to find for themselves people, teachers, who will tell them whatever it is that they do want to hear. My father-in-law has an expression that always kind of tickles me. Don't bother me with the facts because I'm enjoying my opinion too much. You see, that time has come. The time predicted here in the Scripture when people are rejecting the truth and, and, and insisting that teachers tell them only what they want to hear. A time when people prefer being validated over being helped to learn and grow and change. That's not a new phenomenon, you understand. Jesus encountered that. He confronted it actually at one point. The Pharisees came to Him and, and they were trying to trip Him up. They always had an agenda. And He just said to them, you know, the, the sick need a doctor. His implication was clear. Some people refuse to acknowledge that they need Him. All do, but some refuse to admit it. And He doesn't force Himself on people who refuse to acknowledge their need. Other people do acknowledge their need and He transforms them from the inside out. Now the, the question for you this morning is where do you fall along that spectrum? Do you admit that you need Him? Do you ask Him every morning to guide your steps and direct you along the path that He has prepared for you to walk? Or do you usually just launch into your day believing that you already know what needs to be done? A good friend of mine confronted me many years ago about a lazy attitude toward prayer. He was gentle and loving, but he asked me to consider the fact that my lack of diligence in seeking after God's help and guidance in the morning was the same thing as telling him I could do life just fine without him. My actions said to God, thanks, but I got this. And the reality is none of us does, right? I mean, ain't nobody in here can say to God Almighty, I got this, I don't need you. And yet, often we do with our attitudes, with our, with our actions. And my friend confronted me. He said, Robert, if you're launching into your day without spending some time with God first, then you're living your life in the flesh. You're acting on your human mind, will, and emotions without the benefit of input from your Father. And it was convicting because I saw that it was true. A simple acknowledgement of our need in the morning. You know, a little bit of time with God. A little time in the Scriptures to start the day. Makes a huge difference. Makes a huge difference. God gave us His Word to help us and we need to trust it. We need to trust Him. And we need to be diligent to seek Him and apply His Word in our day-to-day -day lives. Which brings us to the letter to the Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 4. That's all we're going to look at today as we continue our journey through the book. I felt like verse 4 would be enough for us to tackle this morning. It says, Marriage is honorable among all, and the bed undefiled. But fornicators and adulterers God will judge. You know, that's, that's one of those clear, contrasting statements, right? Marriage is honorable, but fornicators and adulterers, God will judge. Marriage is honorable among all the bed undefiled, but fornicators and adulterers, God will judge. So there's a contrast. It's, there's marriage, and then there's fornicators and adulterers. That's the contrast 
that he's given us. You know, in the first century when this was written, there was no controversy concerning marriage, not because homosexual practices were rare, they were not, but because no one was intellectually dishonest enough to suggest that marriage could be redefined. Marriage was honorable among all. From the beginning of time, it was understood, accepted, that two things or two people must be compatible and complementary in design if they were going to be joined to each other, married to each other. You can marry jazz to the blues because both are musical genres. The Oxford English Dictionary defines marriage as the legally or formally recognized union of a man and a woman as partners in a relationship, or a combination or mixture of elements. In other words, elements which are joined together, married to each other. There's some things that you can't marry to each other in terms of chemical elements because they explode if you do that. But some things can, can be married. For millennia, the fact of God's design was accepted. Females and males were designed to be joined to each other, married together. And what the Bible is telling us in Hebrews 13.4 is that this should not be defiled. The Greek word used there is amiantos. It means keep free from contamination. The marriage bed, in the Greek wording of this passage, the marriage bed should be kept undefiled, kept free of contamination. Now sometimes this verse has been used to teach that anything goes between a husband and a wife. The marriage bed is undefiled, so have fun. I believe that to be basically true. But that isn't actually what the Bible's teaching here in this verse. The Bible is warning us here that the marriage bed must be protected. The, the concept of marriage must be protected and kept pure from the contamination of unlawful sexual practices such as fornication and adultery. He specifically confronts it. Right here. Marriage is honorable among all in the bed undefiled, but fornicators and adulterers God will judge. Let me emphasize also that according to Acts chapter 17, God will judge the world with Jesus sitting in judgment. It's the Lord Himself, Jesus Christ, according to Acts chapter 17, who will sit in that seat of judgment on that day. I also want to emphasize before I continue that the Bible is telling us here, God will judge such behavior. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. We're so glad you joined us today on Main Thing Radio. It's our hope and prayer that you were touched by what you just heard. Before our time is up today, Pastor Robert would like to share a great testimony of how God is working through this ministry. You know, not, not long ago, we got a really cool letter. Actually, I guess it has been a while now, maybe a, maybe a year or more, but we got this really cool letter from a lady named Desiree who was listening to our program from within uh, a maximum security prison up in Georgia. And uh, she realized, she heard on one of the programs that I'm from Georgia, so she reached out. She was all excited that she had, you know, just some sort of common ground with this guy she was listening to on the radio teaching the Bible every day. And uh, she asked if, if it might be possible for us to send her some 
Bible study material, something other than, she said, I don't want workbook stuff. I don't want the fluff stuff. I, I want things that will really, some tools that will help me study the Word of God for myself. I, she said, for the first time in my life, I want to do it. I have time to do it. So we did that. We sent some books. We sent some, some Bibles for some of the other ladies there because they then asked for that, and they started a little Bible study group, and, and God was just using that little 15-minute main thing radio broadcast every day inside that prison. Wow, what a great testimony. If you'd like to share your story, please visit MainThingRadio.com. Thanks for tuning in today to Main Thing Radio.